today we're here to celebrate. We're here to celebrate the, uh, etern our eternity with God. We're here to celebrate heaven. We're here to celebrate uh, what, what God has done, what he will do, what, he is, what he's promised that he's going to do. Uh, we're here to, to join in this ancient celebration over three and a half thousand years of, of celebrating God and his, and his goodness and, and what he's done and what he's accomplished uh, for us. Um, when, we, when we think about this feast, the Feast of Tabernacles, um, it is happening right now in Jerusalem. And, I, and I've got, I got a, a friend of mine, um, Wade, Victoria's husband, uh, is in Jerusalem right now, or was in Jerusalem at least Thursday morning uh, of this week. And he sent me a picture of the, the Wailing Wall at the Feast of Tabernacles happening this, this very week. Um, in case you can't figure this out, Wade is the one with the beard and the head covering. Um, so, so uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's going on right now. It looks fake, but I'm pretty sure it's real. Uh, so that's the, we are in the middle of this. The, the Jewish people are celebrating um, this, this, the Feast of Sukkot, or the, the Feast of, of, of Tabernacles, the Feast of Booths, according to uh, Exodus 23, Leviticus 23, and Deuteronomy chapter 16. This is considered, or at least was in ages past, and, and the highest, the most significant celebration of the three celebrations of the year. This is the big one. Uh, we might think of Passover as maybe the big one, but no, it's this autumn feast of tabernacles is the, is the biggest celebration of the year. In Deuteronomy chapter 16, we read this about this feast of this time of celebration, which we're celebrating today says you are to celebrate the festival of booths or tabernacles or Sukkot for seven days when you have gathered in everything from your threshing floor and wine press rejoice during your festival that's the command rejoice during your festival you, you your son and daughter your male and female slave as well as the Levite the foreigner the fatherless and the widow within your gates you are to hold a seven day festival for the Lord your God in the place he chooses because the Lord your God will bless you in all your produce and, and in all the work of your hands and you will have abundant joy all your males are to appear three times a year before the Lord your God in the place he chooses, the festival of unleavened bread, which we think of as Passover or Easter, the festival of weeks, which we think of as Pentecost, and the festival of booths, which is right now. No one is to appear, appear before the Lord empty-handed. Everyone must appear with a gift suited to his means, according to the blessing the Lord your God has given you. Okay, so we're going to talk about this, this final festival season so that we understand what, kind of what we're celebrating today. We're going to talk about it briefly. In the Bible, there's, there's several things accounted to be celebrated during this time. We're just going to talk about five briefly here. During this feast, number one, this is the feast to express your joy and thankfulness. This one, of all the times of the year, this is the one for joy and thankfulness for all God has done and provided for you this year. The command was to rejoice, to have joy, joy and thankfulness. So this feast was done at the end of all the harvests of the year. All the harvests had come in. The poor had already been allowed to glean the edges of the field. And you can think of the story of, of Ruth in the Bible for, for that sort of thing. So all the people, rich and poor, they've all gathered all, of, all that they're going to have. And um, it's also the point now where the sheep have been allowed to go in the, in the fields uh, and, and able to glean, glean the rest, the remnants that the, the poor had, had left after that. And the shepherds are able to be in the fields um, 
um, washing the sheep there. So this is the time where God's commanded joy uh, as you reflect over, over this last year, uh, what he has done, what he's provided. And maybe it was more than the year before, and you're able to celebrate, wow, God provided even more this year. Maybe it was less, and you're like, God still provided, and here I am. I made it through this difficult year, and I'm thankful that all that I've needed to get to today God's provided. Great is, is his faithfulness. And so it's easy to be like, I want to celebrate God's faithfulness in the good years. But this was about celebrating God's goodness and faithfulness in every year that he provided. So that's, that's, the, that's the first part of this feast, being joyful and thankful for God's provision. The second aspect of this feast that we're going to mention is the feast all nations were invited to celebrate. This is the all nations feast. Passover would have been for the Jewish people, but this was, and all nations are to, to gather and celebrate this. In the book of Ezekiel, at the end of the book of Ezekiel, um, there, there's this, the, it talks about the, the feast of tabernacles being celebrated at, at the end of the age, in, in our future, even the future from now. How about all nations celebrating this feast or being called to celebrate this feast? Jesus attributes this feast to being about him and, and several of his, the stories in, in uh, even as we looked in the book of John where, where, where Jesus celebrating this feast when he says like I am the light of the world or when he says Any, anyone who is thirsty he should come to me and drink those are, those are stories taking place when Jesus is in Jerusalem celebrating the, this feast of tabernacles one of the great uh, famous liturgical songs that was done during this, this celebration of joy, this all nations celebration, one of the, one of the lines from this very, um, this liturgical song during, sung during this festival in the temple uh, went something like this. Uh, Good news of great joy for all nations or all the peoples. Uh, and then it would go on, glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth, peace to nations or peoples he favors. Uh, there's this great, uh, all nations call to joy uh, at, at this time of year. So that's the second, the second piece. The third piece of this celebration is the feast to reflect and anticipate what God has and will do. That's what we're doing here today. We're, we're reflecting and anticipating what God has and will do. So it, they would celebrate this festival by living in temporary dwellings in booths or, or tents or something like that. If you want a Jewish cultural treat, there's a movie that I've seen uh, that's, that's about this festival. It's called Ushpazin. Ushpazin. Apparently, it's a Jewish comedy. My friend Stephen Irwin, uh, not that Stephen Irwin, the, a different Stephen Irwin, he, he told me about it, and, um, and I watched it several years ago. So it's this Jewish comedy set in this feast. They're living in temporary dwellings. Ushpazin means guests or the guests, and, and there was this hospitality theme during this, during this feast. And I guess the movie is about, in case not all of you run out to see it, um, <clears throat> about having hosting bad guests during this time where you're supposed to be having great joy and hospitality. So uh, apparently it's absolutely hilarious if you're Jewish. I have to take their word for it, but uh, it, it's really interesting to get a, a sense of how the Feast of, of Tabernacles is celebrated relatively in our, in our modern era. It's, it, it's a big deal. So um, they live in temporary booths uh, because they're remembering the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. 
Um, actually, they're not, they're not celebrating that they lived in, in ta- temporary dwellings. They're celebrating that they're no longer living in temporary dwellings. They're, separate, they're celebrating that, that God had brought them finally to the, to the land that he promised them. That, that although they were temporary, lived in temporary dwellings, now they have been brought to, to, to home, to the promised land of God. And so they're reflecting on, on what God had promised, he had done for them. And also reflecting forward that what he has promised, he will do. So it's a seven-day celebration with a special eight-day at the end of it, loosely reflective of a Jewish wedding um, celebration season. So that's number three. The fourth component of this is this is the feast. Everyone was to show up with a gift suited to their means. No one was to show up empty-handed. So the poorest of the poor would, would bring something because no matter how poor they were, they'd made it. They'd made it that, that, that God had provided for them. And the richest of the rich would show up with, with a proportional gift, um, just celebrating God's provision and his blessing to them for the past year. This was the big celebration moment uh, of the year where, where they had assessed all that God had given them and they're responding with this generosity and thankfulness and joy. That's what's going on. <clears throat> now, uh, it's not here in, this, in the exact verse I read from Deuteronomy, but it's, it's very clear in Exodus 23 and Leviticus 23 that this Feast of Tabernacles, which we're selling, was a part of a three-festival season. And I think we've talked about this a little bit. Um, the three-festival season was, was trumpets, and then Day of Atonement, and then the, the Feast of, of Tabernacles. And, and basically, the flow of it is like this. The trumpet blast would sound, calling people that, to gather because Judgment Day was at hand. It wasn't Judgment Day, but the trumpet blast would sound, announcing that Judgment Day is at hand. And the Jewish celebration season was, was every year. There was going to be a time where we would stand before God, the trumpet would sound, and people were to gather. And, and when the trumpet would sound, they, they would be filled with this holy, holy, um, holy oh no, <laughs> a, a, a holy uh, fear, and be like, oh, am I ready to stand before God? And so then they would start um, practicing generosity and, and try and catch up in, 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 in the good deeds category um, as if, if, if we have more good deeds than bad deeds, then God will give us another year. Uh, theologically, uh, that's, that's, that's not how it works, but that's, that's what they practiced. And so the, the trumpet blast would call, announcing the judgment day was at hand. And then there was the day of atonement, and that was judgment day where the high priest had a, had a rope wrapped around, a cord tied around his ankle, and only on that day of the year he would approach the Holy of Holies of God. He was, that was the only day he's allowed in, and only with blood. And they would sprinkle the blood uh, on, the, on, the, on the mercy seat, and if he was struck dead, then they could pull him out with the cord. Um, but that was, that was the moment where, is God going to grant us forgiveness because of the blood? And, 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 if, and if he did, and, and, and if he was able to come out alive, then the nation was ready to go into this great celebration season that God has forgiven us. 
And, and God, has, God has wiped away our sin, and, and we are able to now, we're given new life, a new year um, with God together. And so that's why this celebration was commanded joy, because there's all this, like, we, we were worried. We were, we were worried because the trumpet blast sounded. We knew we had to stand before God. We stood before God, and we were forgiven. And so new life, new life. And so the new beginning with God. We were granted a new, a new beginning. So the, number five is the feast celebrating full forgiveness has been granted and new life given. Full forgiveness has been granted and new life given. <clears throat> so those are the themes. Those are, those are some of the main themes of this celebration, uh, specifically from the Jewish perspective. And it, it's interesting, as you, if you've noticed in your Bible read-through, a, a lot of significant events take place during this particular feast and festival. Like the dedication of the temple in Solomon's day takes place during this, during this festival. I believe also, I didn't, I didn't check this, um, but I, I think also the, the, the rededication of the altar in, in the days of Haggai, um, the, in, after the temple had been destroyed and they returned from Babylon, I think that takes place during this, this, um, this feast as well. Some, some of the most significant events, because this was the, the celebration, which is why in our Hannah study, we're in a study of, uh, of Hannah, and, and um, or, or we, we're looking at her for a few weeks here. Um, that's why I keep saying that I'm pretty confident that it's this time of year that we're looking at, because if they're only coming to Shiloh, to the tabernacle of God, to celebrate one time a year, it's, I'm extremely confident this is the moment where, where they're gathering. It's the major celebration. Okay. For us, as believers in Jesus, we are here to celebrate the ultimate future fulfillment of this in Jesus. We're here to celebrate that at the last trumpet, the dead in Christ will rise, announcing that judgment day is at hand. We're here to celebrate, uh, or at least reflect on, the, the idea that every, the day that we are going to all have to stand before God, and the books are going to be opened according to Revelation chapter 20. And in the books are all the deeds uh, of everyone, living and dead, and, and, and they're going to be opened, and they're going to be looked at, and the, the, the discovery that everyone makes on this day is that based on the deeds, we're doomed. We have no hope. But Revelation 20 talks about, and there was another book that gets opened, the Lamb's Book of Life. Based on the deeds, we have no hope. And then the Lamb's Book of Life is going to be opened, and only those names written in that book are going to be permitted into heaven. And when you're, when you're facing, uh, when you're standing before the great white throne, and you realize how, 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 how it ought to go as you stand before God and you realize that you're doomed and then you realize that there's a Jesus book and the only way to eternity is, is your name in the Jesus book, the Lamb's book of life. And when your name is read as a believer in Jesus, the, the explosion of joy and relief and gratitude is gonna propel you into millennia of celebrating worthy is Jesus Christ. The lamb who was slain because by his blood he purchased us. 
from every tongue and tribe and people and nation. It's going to catapult us into this joy, and this joy which begins with the wedding supper of the Lamb, the marriage supper of the Lamb. This same with, you know, this kind of seven-day, according to ancient Jewish sources, seven- or eight-day feast, celebrating that, that we have been forgiven, we have been welcomed into eternity with God, and, we get a, and it begins with this great feast, celebrating new life with God forever, that what He promised is true. So today we're celebrating, we're celebrating that great future day when judgment is over. When judgment day is over and all who have given their lives to Jesus get to hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant, now come and share in your master's happiness. We're celebrating that, that day after you've stood before God and you've, you've felt uh, unworthiness and then realize that you've been made worthy only because of Jesus. We're celebrating that. We're celebrating that now, although we live in temporary dwellings, this is not forever, but someday that God has invited us who believe into the promised land, into eternity, into heaven, and new heavens and new earth with God forever. So it's appropriate at this time every year to take a moment of reflection. And we're, we're going to do this. I'm going to lead us through a reflection moment. And what I want us to do is I want to just have a moment of silence, and I want you to be thinking through what uh, thankfulness from this last year. And maybe it's been a great year for you, and you have lots to be thankful for. I want you to reflect on that and let joy swell in your heart and just be like, God, I am thankful for this. I, I've, I've forgotten. Or maybe some of you have had a rubbish year, and you're like, well, I made it. I made it. And God, I'm thankful that you've been with me through every dark path, through every difficult moment, and, and, and you've brought me thus far. So let's just, let's just take a moment, and, and, I, and I want us to reflect together in quiet. And, and the, the purpose of this is, is to come up with ways that we're thankful as we, as we go into this season. Feel free to take notes if, if you want to take notes, but... Let's take a moment of, of reflection here. It's, it's very easy to focus on the things that didn't go well and the disappointments. This is a discipline, a discipline, a soul discipline to remember what we're thankful for. During this time, also thinking about this... Um, special offering season uh, raise hope and, and, and maybe during this time it's a moment where you're, you're ready and you're like okay I, I definitely want to make, make a commitment to, to, to raising or giving a certain amount of to the church and, and to what God is doing um, I've already filled out mine but you could, you could take this moment in this time of thankfulness of, of bringing a special offering writing down this card and what you do with that card is anytime in the next 
or anytime before you go, you could leave it in the lectern here on the side. You, there's a black box out there. The, the lectern is where I, I left mine, and that's, that's right here. And it's just like your feast thank offering. Say, God, you have, you have provided for me. Great is your faithfulness. You've answered our prayers. Great is your faithfulness. Next week, okay, next week we're going we're gonna to dive back into our series. And the series entitled Make a Difference. Learning to follow God well, and, and, and actually, I'm going to make a change for next week. Um, I, after looking at the Hannah story more closely, and, and specifically looking at Elkanah and Hannah, I decided to add an, another message to the Hannah section here of this, of this story. And so, so next week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about their, some, some, some very positive things that I see in their relationship. We're going to talk about marriage and relationship uh, next week, um, just kind of adding that into our season. Um, but for now, but for now, we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate. In fact, I'll invite the band to come up. We're going we're to celebrate. Uh, we're going to celebrate God's goodness to us. We're going to celebrate our future eternity with God in, in heaven. And, and if you've given your life to Jesus, you're going to celebrate that your name is in that book. That your name is in that book and, that, and, and of that joy that you will experience when every tear is wiped away from our eye. And we're going we're gonna to celebrate that forever or t- together here this evening. We're going we're, we're gonna to have one more song. Um, there's going to be prayer ministry if you want to give your life to Jesus. If, you want, if, if you're here and you're like, I'm not sure I, I, I'm a believer. I'm not sure I'm a Christian. I want to make sure today. Then go up into the balcony. And there's going to be people up there that will help you with that. If you want prayer, you can go up in the balcony. It's going to be just a brief time because we're going to do one song. We're not going to have communion today. Instead, we're going to feast and celebrate a whole meal together uh, in one song. And I'll get it, give you directions for that in, in just a moment. But family, would you stand with me? Would you stand with me and, 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 um, and join in, in singing this celebration song uh, for what God has, has done for us? And then I'll, then I'll come back and pray.